Your organic search is over. Here's Naturally Savvy with health experts Andrea Donsky and Lisa Davis. I'm Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky, and one thing that I've been trying to do is to be more mindful in every moment. And one of the things that has been helping me immensely is a fabulous book by Zivia, Zivia, excuse me, Gover, uh, Joy in Every Moment, Mindful Exercises for Waking to the Wonders of Ordinary Life. Hello there. We're so glad to have you on Ashley Savvy. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, Zivia, tell us a little bit about why you wrote the book and a little bit about the thought process behind it. Sure. I, it's funny. You know, they say people write a book for one of two reasons. Either they write because they're an expert on something or they write because they need to learn about something. I was mm-hmm. in the latter camp. I was not <laughs> naturally a happy person. And in fact, I had a lot of difficult things happen as a child. And then as a young adult, I suffered a loss that really sent me into despair and I could feel any hope or optimism that I had dwindling away. I could feel myself becoming bitter. And I realized, you know, in one of those moments of epiphany that I had to do something or, you know, I could choose my fate in that moment to sink down and become bitter and despairing. And I knew that wasn't the life I wanted to live in spite of everything that had happened. So I sort of decided to take an approach similar to physical fitness, to mental fitness and happiness. Just like with physical fitness, you know, you choose the stairs instead of take the elevator to get a little more fit every day. I started to integrate little teeny habits into my life um, and literally learned how to change my mind moment by moment. And people now tell me that it's hard for them to believe that I was a sad and despairing person because I guess I seem happy now, and I am. Well, from reading the book, I can see how you, you you know came across this change and and did this for yourself. One of the things you have is the five rules on the road to happiness, and the first one is it's your mood. Uh, second one, it's an inside job. You can have it now. The pursuit is what we're promised. There's a fast track to feeling good. If you can just sum those up for us and and how you chose these rules. Sure. So the five rules on the road to happiness they're basically my core beliefs. And I've come to them through a combination of my own studies and um, also my own personal growth. But I guess they could be summed up in a couple of words. On the one hand, I always say it's an inside job. This is, life is not so much what happens to us, but it's how we decide to react to it, what meaning we decide to find in it. So it's... It's a message of empowerment that we really are, no matter what our circumstances, we are empowered to make something joyful of it, to find the joy within it, and to be happy ourselves and agents of happiness and good things. Yeah, I I completely agree. And what also what I love about the book too is that you can immediately put all of these things to action. As a matter of fact, if you have joy all day long, joy at home, joy at work, joy on the go, joy in solitude. One of the things I need to focus on is joy in solitude. Mm. You know, most people look forward to vacations and having time off. I hated it. I was like, I'm so bored. There's oh, oh, I hate it. There's nothing to do. It's too cold to this. The snow is too icy. I can't take my dogs for a walk. And then I'm just cranky and miserable. And then I'm you know ruin my husband and daughter's vacation because I'm a big grump. And so I'm usually a very upbeat, cheery person. But I was like, okay, so 
I just felt like I'm not good at just having a lot of free time, but I need, I should have put some of the stuff that you talk about into action. Do you find this with other people that you've worked with or spoken to? Uh, Oh, sure. You know, we're all very different and a lot of it is coming to terms with who we are. So it sounds like Mm -hmm. you're the kind of person who likes to have activity and a schedule and vacations antithetical to that. So what I would say is make yourself a job on vacation, you know, give yourself the job of, collecting things for an end-of-the-day collage where you're going to collage, you know, points of beauty or points of joy or give yourself a little job that, you know, you're going to learn five new things about the beach, the ocean, the shells, you know, something like that so that you can find a way to enjoy a different schedule than you're used to. Um, And also to speak up for yourself and to say, great, we're all on a family vacation, but mom's taking, you know, an hour to herself for a beach walk just to be alone. Yes, and that helped. When I did go to the beach with the dogs, even though it was freezing, that was like the happiest I was (laughs) just to get that, just to get out. What about you, Andrea? Now, you like having downtime, right? And. I do. Uh, you know, I don't have enough of it, but uh, <laughs> with three little ones at home, it definitely, you know, it's funny because, you know, we were just talking about this, Sylvia, because, you know, it was the holidays and people were like, oh, did you have, you know, a nice relaxing holiday? And I wanted to, it was definitely on my goal to really have a relaxing holiday, but it's busy, right? You have young kids and you're running around. So my relaxing holiday is a couple of minutes here and there where I can actually just, you know, watch television. I don't even know, like, you know, just to be able to watch one of my favorite shows, you know, so those I try to find joy (laughs) in those minutes. um, When you do have a lot of kids, when you have kids at home, and you're, you know, an active parent, you're working full time. So I do find this conversation great. (laughs) I I have uh, another little um, favorite tip about that with the holidays. I extend mine till the first week in February, which is the Chinese (laughs) New Year. I like it. Yeah. So I take it this year from Hanukkah, which was early December all the way through there. And so I don't rush, you know, I'm still doing my holiday cards and I always put a little smile at the end saying, you know, as long as I get this to you by the Chinese new year, I'm good. That's hilarious. (laughs) Because that's one of the hardest parts. We're trying to cram all this happiness into this short period that we call the holiday season. Well, you know, take it till February. Yeah, I think that's actually a great tip. All right, can you share another tip? So for those people who are listening to the show and thinking, you know what, what are some ways that I could find some happiness, some joy in every day? What are some tips, let's say your top two or three tips that you can give to our listeners that they can incorporate today into their lifestyle? Absolutely. My very favorite one, when you start to ask why I wrote the book, um, this whole path for me started with one little exercise that um, was basically when I was in that, sort of depth of despair, I decided, and I don't know where this thought came from, it was before Oprah had her magazine or show, which is where I get a lot of my inspiration (laughs) now, but from her magazine, but it was that I gave myself homework to find 10 wonderful things about the day, and I would write them in a notebook at the end of every day, and at the beginning, I found that extremely difficult Um, You know, I was in such a negative place that for me, even just to find one wonderful thing was a chore. But little by little, I found that by making that my goal for every day, so I suggest this to everyone, just try to find 10 wonderful things about today, notice them and write them down, and you'll find where you put your attention, and in this case on beauty, on happiness, on kindness, on love, 
it grows and grows in you, and you'll find that this becomes a natural habit for you and a natural state of mind. Perfect. What would the next one be? Oh, the next one is to check in with your five senses. Just stop for a moment. Notice what you're hearing, what you're smelling. Notice the colors. Check in with each of the five senses. It will bring you deeply into this moment, and you might just notice a lot more beauty and aliveness than you thought were there just a moment ago. That's a good tip because that also, like you said, brings you into the present moment, which exactly. so many of us are caught in the past or we're already looking forward to the future. So That is the key. To, All these ways yeah. to come into the present moment. That is the key. Now, we're out of time for today, unfortunately, but we would love to have you come back because, you know, I, I'm just like, I'm like, where did the time go? It went by so quickly. And I do think that, you know, and I think it's a great reminder. What I'd like to talk about next time is really how to stay in that moment and how to appreciate the joy and bring it in. So even when we're feeling sad or we may not be feeling as happy or maybe we forget how truly wonderful we are, what are some tips that can keep us grounded in that moment or remind us of how beautiful we are? So... We'd love to talk about that next time. Sivia, thank you so much. You can learn more about Sivia at her website. It's T-Z-I-V-I-A-G-O-V-E-R.com. You can also find her on Twitter at T-Z-I-V-I-A-G. I'm Andrea Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Stay well. <laughs>